Okay, so let us learn some Rabbi Rucham's Das Taira, uh, Parshas Achrei Mais. We're going to see a very interesting piece today on the Pasuk, where the Taira warns us, do not imitate the ways of the Gaim. Do not follow all of the Gaim that you're going to encounter in Canaan, and each of them with their own different uh, cultures and their own ways of, of living and uh, their different uh, styles. Don't imitate them. Over Rashi. Rashi says, What is the Pasuk uh, already leaving over that it didn't say? If you look in the Pasuk, in the Psukim there before it, it, it already says, don't do their maisim, don't do, don't do avedizara like they do, and don't do, uh, you know, don't do their abominable activities. It goes through, it gives us a whole list of, of what we're not allowed to do. And then it says at the end of all this, don't go in their chukim. Well, there wasn't much left to the imagination, uh, you know, the Torah didn't leave much to the imagination. There wasn't anything that you need to like sort of do clean up on. We already said not to follow anything about the Gaim. So what is the Pasuk coming to add by saying this? Ella Elo Nemusai Shalahem. We're talking here about their Nemusais. Nemusais is their culture, their uh uh their their mannerisms, their um their the things that they do like their pastimes, I would use that word. They're anything that they do that are for pleasure, they're pleasurable, enjoyable experiences. Devarim hachakukenlan, things that are ingrained in them. Kigain, tartiais, vatstadiais, like theaters and stadiums. That's what, uh, that's what Gayim do, right? What do Gayim like to do? They like to go to a ball game. They like to see a football game, basketball game, hockey game. They like to go to Broadway shows or go to the movie theaters. That's what that's what Gaim enjoy doing. So says Rabbi Rucham, I always said this. First, the tire was giving us a list of the activities that you're not allowed to do. Don't be avidavidazara like them and don't do their abominable things. Um, don't do their decadent things. That's the, that pasuk describing that is going on the etzim ha You're not allowed to do what the Gayim are doing in terms of their, their maisim, their, their actual activities. If they're doing certain types of hakravis or they're doing certain type of witchcraft, you're not allowed to follow that. That's a maisim. But the warning of don't follow in their ways, that means don't imitate the inner workings of the guy, the drive of a guy. The depth of the ambitions and the hobbies of the guy. Don't do that. And the pu'ula and the maisa are already a taitsa and a tailada of the inner uh, workings of a guy. Okay? So that's basically, um, that's basically what he's saying. That it, there's things that you're not allowed to do in terms of the activities of a guy. That's one thing. The Torah is adding to that, that you're not able to have like the, the 
the, the hardwiring of a guy, what gives a guy pleasure, you're not allowed to have that. The way a guy thinks, the way a guy feels, the emotional, the emotional responses, the, the, the drives of a guy, that should not be our drive. We have to be different from them, not just in the activities that we do, but in the, in the ways that we are, uh, in the inner workings, how we feel, how we, how we, how we relate to things. So he brings now a, a famous tshuva of the Neid Yehuda. The Neid Yehuda says an answer to a shela. There was a, a question that was posed once the Neid Yehuda. A very wealthy man writes him a letter. Al ish echad asher zacheu Hashem benachla rechava. He was a he has a tremendous uh, estate. He had a tremendous estate and um, with acres and acres and acres of land. Am I allowed to hunt? I have I have massive amounts of land, and I have uh, and there is a lot of animals that are uh, game animals that I could just hunt, and I want to do it for sport. Is that a problem for me to do or not? That was a question that was posed. That would be a good question, right? What would you say if somebody would say to you, you know, if you're a rabbi and they're coming over to you and they, you know, I have a, I bought a huge piece of land and I own everything and I, I have lions and tigers and deer and antelope roaming this area and I want to like, I want to just for sport, I want to go hunting. That's what, Gaim go hunting, right? That's what they do in, in Scotland and in England and in, in the Midwest. That's what they do for excitement. They go, they take a shotgun and they, they go shoot some animals, Am I allowed? Is there something wrong with that? Asks this person that I had to be Huda. I am Asilis Yolasis Dabarze Imishim Sabal Chayim Imishim Baltashas. Halachically, is there an issue with it? Is there an issue? It might be a Sabal Chayim issue. You're causing an animal to die, but in, a, in like a, a non uh, uh, merciful way. I'm causing, it's cruel, right? Guy, he has to suffer, he has to wreathe in pain until he actually dies. Uh, maybe it's Baltashkas. He's a perfectly healthy, fine animal, and here I blow his brains open. That's, you know, just to, for, for sport, that's Baltashkas. I can't just destroy something that was good and kill it and just for sport. It's one thing if I shecht an animal to eat it, that's not Baltashkas, but if I just kill it for the sake of killing it like that, is that a problem? The halacha, and after um, the Nebihuda discusses, and he, he goes through one issue after another issue, halachically, he writes after all is said and done, I think he's matter, by the way. I think uh, if you look in the night of Yudah and the Tshuva, he doesn't say what he passed. And I think he says, on a technicality, it's fine. Meaning, technically speaking, it's not baltashkis because, uh, you know, you could still use the skin, I think he says, and it's not... Uh, and it's not, um, it's not a problem of uh, Tzar Balechayim, because when you kill it, when something's going to die, it's never an issue of Tzar Balechayim. It's, it's only if you keep it alive. But then he ends up and he says to this hunter, I have a different problem with you. Forget about halacha lamaisa. Forget about the halacha ramifications of hunting down animals. But I don't understand the actual thing that you're asking. Where do we have, who's, who is hunters in the Tyra? We have Nimrod, we have Esau, they were hunters. 
It's not a way of Avram. A yid doesn't go hunting. It's not something that we do on a Cholomite trip. You know, you go hunting, killing bears or whatever. That's not what you do. I'm sure there are people that are doing it. I, I know. But there are, but, but it's not a Jewish thing, says Nebuchadnezzar. If you want to take my advice, maybe technically it's okay to go hunting random animals, but take my advice, sit at home. It's much better to sit in the tranquil security of your own home. Don't waste your time with, these, with such matters. That's a classic landmark, because it really speaks volumes in terms of what a Yid is supposed to do. There are a lot of times that on a technical basis, sometimes things aren't so wrong. It's mut- certain things are mutter, but because we're Yidin, we shouldn't be doing them. I don't know, I can't give you a good, a good example of it. What? Gambling, Gambling is not mutter even la'alacha. It's a, you know, it's a, but, but I hear what you say. It is a, you know, you know, maybe, maybe, but that is, that's a good example, you know, like uh, to go to Atlantic City. Let's say, let's say for whatever reason it's fine, halachically. It's not a place that you want to be. It's not a place that, you know, if you have to take your yarmulke off somewhere, you know, and you probably should, it's probably not a place you want to be. Sometimes, you know, they're, you know, going to movies. What? A lot. A lot? That's also an Isidere, I think. <laughs> but, um... Leaving the TV on four shadows. That, but these are all halachic issues. But, but, you know, but, but let's say you could find something that, like the Ramban puts it, it's a novel atayra. There's something, it's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it technically, but it's, it's just there's something wrong just... Be, it, for a yid, it doesn't, it's not, doesn't pass for a yid. A yid doesn't do such a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe going to a Pesach program. You went? <laughs> Did you go to a fancy face of her? I was uh, at home, and I spent one day in like a Irish. Bare bones. Yeah. yeah. And I went to one face of her. It wasn't a fancy one. My parents took us when we got engaged, they took us away for just for the last days of Pesach. And I was so sick after Yantif because I. You know, I, I, you know, you feel like you're, you, you know, you're paying for it. It's, you know, you might as well chaper and get a good ROI, like good return on investment. So, you know, I just, you know, it's just hard to control yourself. And you just keep, and you go from literally one meal to a tea room, to a, a shmorg, to a kiddush, to a barbecue, to another meal. And it's, I don't know how people do it. I, I, could, I could not do it for two days, but people do it eight, nine days. And then they go back the next year and do it all over again. I don't get it. It's not for me, but that is a good example. I, I, I heard once there was a very Spitz Pesach program a couple of years back, is before COVID, and they had, you know, they always have to up it. Like, this was like a program, they want people to talk, you know, this was before social media maybe, and they needed like the buzz. So one night they made a, a Willy Wonka, you know, what is it, Charlie and Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka, whatever, and, um, and they basically had like, I don't know, it was like chocolate galore, like outside. And they had they hired like midgets to be the Oompa Loompa men, and to serve and to serve like like real midgets they hired, and they had to dress them up and whatever. It's like 
That's is, okay. So is there? But the the, the food was one hundred percent kosher lemahadrin. I, I imagine, and uh, you know, and and the women were all wearing shaitels, and uh, you know, and the, but is that really what the Torah wants? Is the Torah happy when the Rebbe looks down from Shemayim and he sees Yidin fressing at a at an umpalumpa barbecue? Uh, you know, whatever. It's just, it, it's something that you can't put your finger on. And, and, and a critic might say, oh, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? Tell me something wrong with it. And not everything, you know, there's not everything that is wrong has to be technically wrong. That's what you see from the Neid Behuda. Neid Behuda is saying, hunting, it's fine. Halacha Alamai says, fine. But you shouldn't be doing it just simply because, because you're a Yid. A Yid doesn't do such a thing. A yid isn't seen in certain places. You know, it doesn't... A yid, let's say, shouldn't go to a bar. Is there something wrong with, with me going to a bar on, uh, you know, on Union Turnpike? Uh, you know, I want a beer, so let me go into a bar and drink a beer. What's wrong with that? Is there something wrong with that? I'm not, you know, I'm not schmoozing with anybody there. I'm just going into... Technically speaking, you know, it's kosher. The beer is kosher. They're serving it. Everything is fine, but... But you shouldn't be in there just because you're a yid. You should not. It's not appropriate for a yid to be in a bar. And um, and so that's that's really I think the takeaway from the Sled Biuda. Now says Rabbi Rucham, Nelcha na v'nagid la'akom nekuda kazeis meiser shall say this chayes mi pas ibarazman. Go tell a guy that I can't go hunting with you because it's a waste of my time. A guy would never understand in a million years. What's the problem? I don't get it. Maybe he would understand this discussion about, you know, it's cruelty to animals. That he would respect. But in terms of you're wasting time, it's not appropriate. What else does a guy do with his time? That's what my time is for. What, what does a guy do with his extra time? A yid is supposed to go and daven and learn and, you know, whatever. What, what does a guy do? They, he has no night seder. He has no, so what does he do? He goes, he has cable TV, he has movies, he goes out to bowl, he, he goes to a bar, he goes to a, I don't know, whatever. That's what a guy does. So a baseball game, a football game. That's, he's looking for ways to kill time, okay, to enjoy himself, but to, to, he has a whole night ahead. What is he going to do? He's going to learn a shveramam, you know, at night? No, so you go out, you party, you have a good time, you go. But a yid has a, has a saga of ibad's money, can't waste the whole night. And, but a guy has no, has no asaga, he has no musag of this. He named Lanu Tzir Shal Maisa, so here is an example of a maisa that by itself you could be done. Is it asr? Is it mutter? What's wrong with, with going hunting? Going hunting is You're not supposed to, as as the Rabbi Rucham understands this It's not an it's not an action that you're doing wrong. Technically, there's no action wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. the The problem is that you're. We don't want you to have the inner workings of a guy. What what makes a guy tick? What makes a guy excited is nothing that should be making a get excited. That's what Rabbi Rucham said. Don't go in there. 
not their, their, the physical, Rashi says, that was already discussed in other psukim. They're maisim, you're not supposed to do mailach, and you're not supposed to do, you know, avedizara, and you shouldn't be doing tayevas. We understand that. was try to avoid thinking like a guy, feeling, having the, the sense of a guy. If it's understandable to you, um, you know, if, if you would have a problem with understanding what, what's wrong with hunting, if it's halakhali fine, it's fine. Then, then that means that we have a little bit of a guy inside of us. And we do have a guy inside. I don't think there's any doubt. I, my, the example that I always give, you know, to, to prove that we have a little bit of a guy, and this is a lot of different examples, but tell me that on Sunday you don't feel different than on Monday. Is, is there any person in this room, you know, or in this country that, that could say, you know, I don't care if you're Hasidish or if you're Litvish or you're, or you're modern Orthodox, that Sunday is a day that's different than Monday and Tuesday. Why should it be different? You think in Eretz Yisrael it's different? No, Sunday, Monday, it's all... It's a, Sunday is Monday, Monday is Tuesday. What's Sunday? Sunday is a Gaiyish day. It's a day that Gaiyim have been Kaveya for themselves. It's a day off. So we also want to take a day off. Which means that we'll do nothing all day. We can wake up late if we want, and we can make ourselves a big breakfast, and then we can, you know, or Thanksgiving, or, or Kratzmach, or, or pick your holiday. I don't care what it is. But you don't feel a little bit of a skishmak, like, you know, like everyone's like in good moods and there's like, you know, lights on the trees and whatever, like, it's, it's, it's a nice time of year. You're, we're affected by that. We're affected by that. That's the fact that we feel like warm and fuzzy during t- certain times of the year, that's a problem. It's a problem that I don't know if we'll ever be able to undo. I mean, there's a famous story, I don't know if it's true or not, where Chaim Pincha Scheinberg you know, who grew up in America, he became the Gadladar, but he grew up in America. They say that he was like the best handball player in, in, in Brooklyn, at, you know, in his, in his day, time. And I think he was a great baseball player. He was like stickball, whatever he was. He was tremendous. And he was a big Yankee fan. This is how the legend goes. I don't know if it's true. But supposedly he said that I... I want to make a Kiddush this Shabbos. When he was already in his 90s, already got Ladar, Rashiva for 100 years, they said, well, what's, the, what's the Kiddush in honor of? He says, I'm not going to make it, but this is what I would want to make it on. He says, I heard that the Yankees won the World Series, and I didn't, it didn't affect me at all. Can you imagine, Is a 90-year-old Rashiva, he wrote Svarim, you know, on, on the Ketzais, on the Nesiva, like, crazy, unbelievable Svarim, the Mishmeres Chaim, and English, and, and he still had a hergish when the Yankees won, it gave him, it, it, the, you know, the, his juices started flowing a little bit, this, finally it stopped, so I'm happy, and I'm making a, I would like to make a Kiddush for that, but we see from that how ingrained the culture that we are surrounded in, that we're really immersed in, is, and I'm even talking about Frumpy. I'm not talking about people that aren't from or Bali Chuva or uh, you know or Manra. It's it's all of us. I think everybody is affected. And you know, even if we don't, let's say, go to the movies, but I think everybody in, inherently understands that it's geschmack to go to the movies, right? I don't think there's a, a bigger pleasure, you know, than like let's say. Uh, you know, watching a Gishmaka movie with a bowl of popcorn. Like, oh, it's nicer than that. It's nice, right? And we don't do it because, you know, because, it's, you know, whatever. For whatever. But 
but it's Geschmack. What, what makes a Geschmack? Because that's what Gayim do. Gayim do that. And therefore, if Gayim do it, it's, it's good for me too. I want to do that also. It's Geschmack. I want to go to a baseball game. I want to go to a football game. I want to watch, uh, watch the Olympics. I want to, there are certain things that Gayim do. Football, world, the, you know, the Mishmar, Super Mishmar. We're making a Super Mishmar because of the Super Bowl. Obviously, Super Bowl is huge, right? It is huge. But what's the geschmack? The gesch- the, because we all have, we want to have a have a Super Bowl party, and we want to have the the buffalo wings and the fries and the poppers and whatever, because we have this drive of a guy inside of us. That's just the honest truth. And the Torah is very against us. The Torah is scared about this. The Torah doesn't want us just to technically not do the, the obviously he doesn't want, they don't want us to do, Hashem doesn't want us to do, he doesn't want us to do uh, abominable activities, that's bullshit. But the Torah was still scared after saying all that, it still had to add a few words, meaning I don't want you to have any, any drive like a guy. If something gets you excited because it gets your neighbor excited, that's a problem. I remember when I was a, a bacher, I went, I'm not a, I'm, I never liked, um, I never was like a big sports fan. I liked playing sports, but I never was into any of the like, but my friend schlepped me to a baseball game. It was a Met game that we used to have a guy in Yeshiva that was uh, a mumcha in, in, in the Mets. So he knew exactly which game I was talking about just by me saying, you know, a few, anyway, I don't know, we went into extra innings. The, this was before City Field and Shea Stadium. The, the stadium was rocking, and there were guy and I was like, I, I, I didn't even like baseball really so much, but like, you know, it was like every pitch was like a, you know, it was like a, it was, it was a crazy game. It was like one for the books, literally. And the stadium was shaking. It was like there was an earthquake. And, and every time, like, the Mets, you know, got another man on base, you literally, I don't think I did it, but like, you know, there are people, strangers were like just hugging each other, like Gayim, Jews, whatever. It was like, it was, I'm telling you, it was, I'm not making this up. This, it was like the craziest game. There was a guy in Yeshiva that knew exactly which game. He was able to, he knew exactly what year, what game, what, what, who they were playing against. But it was one, it was probably one of the greatest baseball games ever. And, um, and with the Mets, that's a rarity because like the Mets are, are horrible. But, um, but I got to feel by, you know, that, you know, of what, what this means. Like, you could be a Yid, you could be wearing a yarmulke, you could have tzitzis out, you could be eating your, your glock kosher hot dog, and this, but you're mamish, like, having the same excitement as, as a big Irish guy next to you and a big, uh, you know, African-American behind you and a big uh, Polish guy in front of you, and we're all the same. And the Torah was nervous about it. The Torah says, I don't, need, I don't want you doing that. Rashi says, don't go to the theaters, don't go to the stadiums, because I don't want to see you that way. Now, there's nothing technically wrong. It's like night to be with us. Nothing technically wrong. You're doing fine. There's, not, there's no preachers there, let's say. There's no, but it's just, you should not be there. That's not a place that we should be. Is that because you might do more after that? Yeah. Yeah, you might. But if you, if, if you start, the Torah wants us to be the Amanivchar. It wants us to be different. It wants us to... To feel different, not just to, that our 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 um, mechanical activities are different. We we don't eat this. We only eat that. Gayim also Arabs only they only eat halal meat and they they're semichan kashrus. They they also have their so what's the difference between me and an Arab? Is there any difference? You know, obviously there are there hopefully there are many differences. But in terms of 
the Arab could go to a baseball game maybe, and, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong. You're, you're fine. A Yid is not supposed to... I'm not saying that I wouldn't go to a baseball game, but we shouldn't want to go to a baseball game. You know what I mean? If my kid begs me to go to a baseball game and I feel he's going to need therapy if I don't take him to a baseball game, maybe I'd go to a baseball I probably would. But it's not about the technical going into a baseball stadium. It's about wanting to be there. It's like getting into it with everybody, eating a hot dog right next to a guy eating his hot dog and, and eating a... You know, you know so that's something that is concerning. It's concerning. It should concern us because we have to ask ourselves, maybe I'm not really that much different than, than the guy I'm around me. I'm looking at the same thing. I'm reading the same thing. I'm eating the same thing. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the same thing. I'm getting as excited. I'm wearing the uniform. So what, what makes me different? And that's, a quite, that's an open question that we have to always ask ourselves because, you know, like David says, it's a slippery slope. Once we do that, then I can do other things that the Gaim are doing. The going to the stadiums and to the theaters, the enjoyment, the pleasures, the games. This is, a, this is what a guy does. Yisrael bats Musai ain't like all chiba b'shaychas atartiyas. We don't have a shaychas to it. You imagine Reb Chaim Kanievsky going into a baseball game like it doesn't. Like you know, not because it's halachically. It's because I don't, I don't have a shaychas. This is not my place. I don't feel comfortable here. You know, one of the rabbeim told me today that he went. Uh, he took his kids bowling. I also took my kids bowling on Cholmayid. But he says he went into it and it was such a geisha place. He felt like. He shouldn't be there in Cholamayit. Like, sometimes you go to a place, like, nothing wrong with bowling. Uh, bowling's a fine sport. It's a, you know, it's a little ridiculous if you think about what you're doing, but it's a, you know, it's, it's a sport like any other. It's, 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 it's a good way to kill an hour. But it's sometimes you go in and there's like, you know, it's just a vibe. There's music playing and there's videos going. There's a bar in the back and there's, uh, you know, it's just, there's Gaimol. It's just not a place that you feel or you should feel too comfortable. So you do it. You hold your nose. You do it. But it's important sometimes to realize that I'm different, that there has to be gedarim that I'm making for myself. For myself. This is what the Gayim do, it's their pastime. But as Haran and the Tyre is telling us here, it's very hard to get around this. It's like a Pasuk and it's a Rashi that stares us in the face. And we saw everyone just like sort of like pretends that, not, that it's not talking about us, but it is talking about us. And, and you know, we, we sometimes have to, like, ask ourselves, are we, are we guilty of this? Are we enjoying things that, you know, that, that Gaim are enjoying? Are we, are we watching? It might be, uh, you know, these memes or these TikToks or whatever, like things that are, you know, it's, it, this is entertainment for Gaim. This is not meant for, for you and for me. It's something that, but, you know, it's there. It's, somebody sends it to me. It's funny. But it, sometimes, you know, if we stop and think, like, is this something that a Yid should be doing, that a Ben Tyre should be doing, you know, the answer is probably not. But yet, you know, we, we sort of, you know, vacillate a little bit because we want to or because we, you know, peer pressure. And, and this is, a, it's a good reminder once in a while to give ourselves a, a gut check and ask, you know, how are we doing in that department? The Elishur writes that, the brachas, the brachas hashachas that we make in the morning, is not so much a bracha, he says, as much as it is like a, a question. 
Sholeyasani Gai. Hashem, thank you for not making me a guy. Before you make that bracha, the Alishur says, ask yourself before you make the bracha, am I not a guy? Do I not have a little bit of a guy in me? It doesn't mean that I'm a guy, mamish. I'm not a guy, mamish. I'm a yid. But maybe I have some, a lot of residue, guyisha residue inside of me. Maybe I'm like, I'm, I'm doing things very closely, uh, you know, very similar to what guyim do. Yeah, I learn, I daven, but I also do a lot of stuff that, you know, that I shouldn't be doing. I, I'm watching stuff I shouldn't be doing. I'm, I'm, I'm spending too much time online. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out in certain places that I shouldn't be. And so these brachas are not just uh, a bracha to Hashem for not making me a guy. It's also supposed to like be a wake-up call. Like, I want, let me try to make this day a day that I'm more Yiddish and, and less guyish. Because that's what the Torah wants. The Torah wants us to be different. The Torah wants us to be Klai Yisrael, to be Yidden. And that's that's why Hasidim, you know, one of the, the geniuses, one of the brilliant uh, elements of the, the Baal Shem was that by making Hasidim have such strange lavush, um, it was basically keeping Hasidim away. Like, you know, Hasidim have these long curly pays. Beautiful, right? But it's, it's, it's also one of the beautiful side effects of having payas and wearing a strimal or wearing a, you know, a big hat and a tzitzis out or whatever is that Goyim are going to stay away from him. And there's no way you're going to have, ever have a, a kesher, you know, and, uh, you know uh, a Goyish girl is not going to be interested in a chassidish guy with payas like that. Now, you know, if you're, if you're clean shaven, you have a, a regular suit, whatever, you just happen to have a skull cap in the back of your head, you never know, things could happen. And you know, but that's the beauty of Chassidim. They, they make a lot of gedarm for themselves because they want to be mabdal themselves from the Gaim. They want to look very distinctive from Gaim. And the problem that we have is that we're, we're dressed very westernized and, and because of that, you know, it, things, things sometimes can happen. I'm not saying things can't happen by Chassidim. I guess they could as well, but, but it's all, it takes a lot more effort for a Chassid to intermingle with a guy, I think, than... Than a, than, than a regular non-chassid. And we have to try to, uh, to segregate ourselves a little bit more, not to isolate ourselves, but to make ourselves distinctive and to make ourselves clearly Yiddish, meaning Jewish, and, and with our own chukais, with our own hanagis, with our own hakpadis. And, and hopefully, you know, by reminding ourselves of these, of these very, very uh, subtle Laws in the Torah uh, will get a step closer, maybe, to uh, to getting back to the yid that we really uh, are supposed to be.